0: Hey feeling good hey, feeling good Like I should when in the blue Welcome back
1: to The Compound Podcast, coming to you live from The Compound. This is episode five. Uh, This is our fan question episode. We're going to answer a bunch of fan questions today. Uh, Thank you to everybody who went to Twitter, Instagram, the DMs, wherever you submitted your questions. Thank you very much. Um, And we're going to, as we do every episode, start with the
2: worst and best. Zach, why don't you lead us off? So worst part of my day was I did laundry this morning, and I did not put one article of clothing away. You bum. Shocker. Sorry, mom. Did you fold any of it? Oh, no. It's all not on oh, my Tracy right hates
0: now. you. Tracy Short hates you.
2: Yeah. Best part? I um, had a good athletic competition day today. It was 2-0 in the games we played, right? Tennis yep. and golf. Yep. You can do math. Nice job. Yep. Yeah. Um, it can do math too, and we won six zero, six zero, six one in tennis as well. It's the worst and best, Nico. It's so, all uh, the worst part of my day actually
3: took place on the tennis court, even though I won eighteen of the nineteen games I played today, because my racket just kind of sits in the sun and gets this kind of like black gooey sweat from the from the grip. And it's still all over my hand, even though I'm washing my hands 12 times a day with, it with our works. current virus. So. Try it. so that's the worst part of my day. It'll probably be the worst part of my day tomorrow, but it's all good. The best part of my day was just a good, solid Zoom call. My family and my girlfriend, just solid banter.
0: Dakota? What, Dakota. <laughs> um going to start. Um, the worst part of my day today was probably on the golf course. I just continue, just continue to refuse to make an adjustment. It was windy. I will just slice every single ball, no matter what. Not true. On 18, you didn't, in the last hole. Uh, Did I hook it? No, you hit a draw. You're like, oh, match is over, of course. Yeah, well, that's exactly. It didn't matter anymore, so that's why I did that. Um, So we're going to work on that tomorrow. Um, The best part of my day was actually, also with golf, getting some new irons ordered. So Dude. hopefully those will fix. Shout, shout out shout Duncan. Shout out Duncan or Roby, son. And hopefully that'll fix my slice. Um, Ian, over to you for your worst and best.
1: The worst part of my day, uh, you know, I thought about my driver off the tee today as being my worst part, but that wasn't it. The worst part of my day was the silent treatment that I had to endure during <laughs> dinner from Zach and Dakota for to, absolutely no why? reason. Because why? why? For no reason! Why?
0: <laughs> Because they're children. Oh my god! Because I've let two five-year-olds live with him. He says family. no reason. It's an absolute oh joke. If you guys could have seen his attitude today, ugh. guy had no. It was attitude. disgusting. I was, I was positive Pete. The <laughs> entire, I asked the the entire Dakota entire on day. like the
1: second
2: hole. I was like, "Damn, what's up with him today?"
0: And I said, That's "I think cool. he's just mad that he's playing terrible, which he was too, because I mean, hit a fairway once. You're supposed to be good at golf, <laughs> but just terrible attitude. But go ahead, Ian. No, no, no. You're right. We're five-year-olds. Go ahead." <laughs> Continue. You're both five
1: year olds. So yeah, no, no, definitely. The best part of my day was receiving a little care package from my mother. Uh, shout out, Beeb. Thank you. Um, really, made, really helped uh, the the spirits of the compound. That leads me right into the MVP, which I'm giving to myself.
0: Ah, uh, it's more it's so- more to your mom. Roll oh, out, wow. um,
1: my mother with with the gift with a quiche and uh, with the the monkey bread.
0: Monkey, monkey, bread oh, is oh, going oh, to be a oh, huge. No, I wouldn't even else. eat that. I swear, I would never put that in my body. Maybe. So, shout out, Beeb. Thank you for getting me the MVP today. So shout you. out, Mrs. Hap. Can't wait to meet you someday. Yes.
1: Let's let's jump right into the fan questions. We got quite a few. We're going to try to get to as many as we can. Uh, I'm going to take the first one, which is from Kelly at Kelly S Two Five One Two. Welcome, you? Kelly. Thanks for joining the podcast. She wants to know: Does anyone track their daily step counts? She's curious what your average daily steps are. Uh, the only person in the house that has a, a step
2: counter is Zach. And he has an apple Watch. Weird brag. <laughs> Zach, what, what, were, what
1: were your steps today?
2: Uh, I had about 13,000 um, between tennis and g- walking nine holes in golf every day. It's kind of where it hovers for the most part. But again, shout out mom, who is destroying me in that category. She tries to get 20,000 every day. Um, I think 13 is a lot. Yeah, Thirteen. Well, Thirteen sounds I'm like. I'm comparing a lot. it to her, and she beats me by seven thousand steps every day. She just wants it more, and more competitive than you. That's not true. I don't know. No, that's not. Got to give it to her. Okay, okay I'll have twenty-one thousand in a while. Yeah, you better.
0: Uh, the next question comes from nihilist Danielle at DH Sauno. Welcome, welcome to the show. Nicholas. Uh The question was, would you rather fight 100 duck-sized Meeksies or one Meeksie-sized
2: duck? Nope. I'm taking only one of them. can only deal with one of them as it is. I couldn't imagine 100 of them. That Dude. was that was 100?
0: Do they speak? Duck-sized Meeksies. <laughs> no, they do not. They do not speak. They're trying to
1: fight you. Well, 100 duck-sized Meeksies. That's really a lot of them. That's a lot. And I one of him is enough. I couldn't take the silent treatment from 100
0: miniature Meeksies. <laughs> that probably be
1: I mean, one one mixie-sized duck. Well, I mean, me a, I mean me when a...
0: did this turn into my roast? I, 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 just, I just don't understand. This <laughs> is me trying rather, to fight you. This has <laughs> nothing to do with me talking. I don't you get have it. have a silent
3: treatment from 100 mixies or duck-sized mixies or have a conversation with 100 duck-sized mixies. Me, me yelling at you for an hour. <laughs>
0: oh, it's, I mean, which one do you want to fight? Okay, relax. Either way is
1: terrible. Could you imagine a 100 duck-sized mixies saying, Hey!
0: Hey! <laughs> how are you doing? Never said those words in my life. He um, says every day.
1: That's not true. Give right. me a five iron and let me take on one meek sized duck.
0: <laughs> Nico, what are you taking? 100 or 1? One? Taking 1. Oh, hey. Taking 1. I'm a big that, guy. That's a, a gigantic duck coming at you. you. I a, want you to picture shot. that duck coming at you. That's a mother hey, goose.
2: Bigger they are, harder they fall. Yeah, sure.
0: All right.
1: Are you bigger than an ostrich? Is that like.
0: Oh, yeah. Bigger. Are you, have, have you ever you seen, seen me? Have you ever
1: seen an ostrich? <laughs> have you ever seen me? Ostrich doesn't weigh you're 260. Di- you're down like 20 pounds. You're I'll light see. right now.
0: <laughs> Shout out Cubs. Let them know. All All right, on a much I'm more quick.
1: On a much more
3: serious note. Whoa. This is from Billy Joe Krunkle. <laughs> love, love the name. <laughs> this is from Thanks for joining Billy, Billy Joe. Joe Krunkle Dunk. Uh, <laughs> fantastic name. Fantastic. Name. Serious <laughs> questions. Do you put the peanut butter oh. on the bread first Ugh. or the jelly?
0: I, I, I'm gonna jump in on this one real quick. Um Billy Joe, Crunkle Dunk. Um, so we can go
2: good with the banana bread.
0: <laughs> if if there's a single person that puts jelly first, I, I want to meet yourself. this person because you you got problems. You got serious problems. I think Ian and Zach will agree with that one. That yep. I, mean, I just don't know how
1: How if, do you go if, about that? If you put the jelly first. You actually could not physically spread the peanut butter. It would just stick to the jelly. You have an absolute mess on your hands. The knife's just destroyed. straw. But You're what what
3: not going you,
0: oh, back what in. He and, But what Ian's assuming pieces.
3: here is that you put them both on the same piece of bread first,
0: which I think is blasphemous. Yeah. yeah I, you guys um, put them on separate pieces? Yeah. Yes. Oh, no. I go, I go peanut butter, and then I have the squeezable jelly. Squeeze it right over no. top of that same piece. You have
3: two pieces of bread. I didn't grow up with squeezable jelly.
2: Whoa, Michigan,
0: man. Michigan had that. Sorry about it. Two pieces of bread. Uh-huh. You
2: take the big, you take a big scoop of peanut butter.
0: Uh-huh.
2: Slap it on there, and then the extra you have on the spoon or knife, you put it the rest on the other piece of the bread. So how are you putting the jelly on top of? Like the peanut you're
1: butter? spreading peanut butter with a spoon. What's yeah, whatever.
0: What? What? What well, well, first of all, all right. whoa, so the no. knife, done. the you're knife, right. done. No. <laughs>
2: the knife. Okay. Oh, I don't know. This guy talking about food over here. What Are you kidding uh, me? Just let it go. Continue. Anyway, two pieces of bread, and then you put the peanut butter on the one, you put the rest of it on the other piece of bread, and then you put the jelly on that, and you put them together. No toasting, no anything to it. I think the only thing we can all agree on that the jelly just doesn't go first. That's no. just I'm a very thin
1: layer of jelly, guys, so if my second piece of toast is getting a, a nice Don't call it thin toast. Bread. You it's could be. What if it's toasted? It. He did part, ask if you toasted. Part, part of the question was what if it's a toasted who toasted
0: bread? It? Why am I toasted? It's, you per- do it you it's already
1: perfect it. as it is. Maybe you should try a toasted peanut butter and jelly.
0: No, I made toast. Either I way, Mr. Dunk, peanut peanut butter. Butter. <laughs> we go peanut butter first. <laughs> I made grilled peanut butter, not toasted. Okay? <laughs> it was just peanut butter with okay, soup. that's fine. It's fantastic. It's like grilled cheese. Shorty, what do you got? What do you mean? I just told you. What's your question, you bum? Oh. This is from. Trevor Ralphs at Trevor Ralphs first of all we'd like to say people get some easier Twitter names wow. that, that's all I gotta say <laughs> seeds or hubba bubba mid game oh
1: I am a if I'm playing in the game I am a gum guy I like like a piece of gum before the at bat maybe two pieces depending on how I'm going sometimes you gotta go one sometimes you gotta go two
0: if you're struggling are you going two uh, whatever is rolling. one. What about a third? Say so you're zero for two two, for two, two punchies. Too much. Zero for two, two punchies. Can't do it. Zero for three, three punchies. Can't do it. Three, you're just wearing the zero for four. Yeah.
1: Well, maybe I'll go one to two, one to two, one to two. See see where we end <laughs> That's up. That's true. Uh, but if I'm on the bench, I'm a big seed guy.
0: Uh, as a bullpen pitcher, I you use, probably have everything. I mean, down my arm. mouth is bleeding by the end of the day <laughs> because I'm. Switching it back and forth, Dakota's I'm throwing it. I'm throwing in four pieces Dakota, of we gum. Need you to throw.
2: Oh, sorry. I, I might I try know. to bubble
0: up and go both at once. I don't know. Who knows what's happening down there? It's a long day. Nico, uh, I'm more of a gum
3: guy, but the biggest the biggest habit I've ever noticed with gum on a f- player on my team was Nick Castellanos last year. He would put in gum before every at bat, fresh piece,
2: mm-hmm. and
3: before he got to the dugout, no matter the outcome, he would toss it. And he would move on from that at bat right at the edge of the dugout, and I thought that was super cool. Just like every that. time yeah, he went on like and off that. the field, it was it was very methodical and kind of matched his mentality. So. If it was like a single, would he wait till he came, like say he scored, or the? Yeah, I guess ended, I, I noticed it more on on outs, but I'm not sure what his habit was with with successful outcomes. Also, you, what about like a home run? Did you not know sure. It? Okay, as soon as
2: he also, hits it, he spits it yeah, out. He probably yeah, launched, he, launched <laughs> right, right after the home where he's
3: hitting it with the
1: bat. Too. <laughs> if you don't, if you don't leave the gum out of the dugout, that's a ball bag because you can't. Drop your gum in the
2: dugout. Oh, if yeah. somebody
1: steps on it, Taylor well, is
2: the king. At, if you're on the bench, he'll put it underneath where you're standing, and then you have a land the and grenade. And, yeah, and on he, and, your... he, and he stole that from Bussy, That was a Bussy okay. tradition.
0: But I love it. It's fun.
2: It's funny in spring training when everyone's like, it's funny all the time. No,
1: Bussy would uh he would go around the dugout during spring shout training. Out to Bus. So, shout out to Tim Buss, shout uh, out Tim future guest, and he would he would toss a piece of gum from the bench under somebody's foot. And when it's hot in Arizona and you got the nice rubber in the dugout, heat up the oh gum. God, the once best. somebody Those steps in ones. it. Oh, butter. Brian Butterfield, shout out. When butter would step in that, yeah, I thought there was going to be a murder in the
0: dugout. <laughs> <laughs> He'd actually, actually get pissed.
1: Yeah. Oh, very, very
3: angry.
0: Yeah, go ahead. Nico.
3: Joshua Johnson had a specific question for Ian Happ is the only switch hitter here. Welcome to the show, Joshua. I could,
0: might, be. I I could be a switch hitter. might TBD. Try.
3: Perhaps. Did you ever question yourself continuing to be a switch hitter? Oh, and please share the
0: story on how you became a switch hitter. Is that kind of a shot at you for being poor from one side of the plate? Yeah. I think you Care just to took comment? a shot at me. At being Care poor to comment? The I, I don't know the career
1: statistics. I Well, I'm going to go with the first question first, is, is the story of how I became a switch hitter. That was my brother, six years older, tried to do it when he was 14, didn't stick with it. So I started working on it when I was eight um, and, and just kept going until freshman year of high school started full time. What's your original side? Originally right-handed. Okay. Uh, but did I ever question it? I never questioned it. Are you sure? Until, <laughs> until freshman year of college, um, my college coach uh, asked me to uh, hit only right-handed in a scrimmage because my he thought my left-handed swing was so terrible. And, uh, so I hit right on right in one scrimmage I actually did get a hit on a breaking ball, but felt so foreign, felt like I was going to get hit right in the face, every pitch. Um, and then I had to go to have a sit down at his office and say, Hey, I can't ever do that. I anymore. would love at like 70, a switch hitter.
3: One switch hitter question I have for you is have you ever considered the double flap?
1: I've never considered the double oh, flap. I respect. I respect no, Jed I Lowry. Love I, I like really the double, the double flap. flap. I respect Jed Lowry. Think for it's doing cool. the double the flap. The double
0: flap's like an elite club. It's like, ooh, like this guy's a switch hitter. Like you're telling you you're know. telling everybody that you're that's what you do. You're like, listen. Like,
1: I like. I I don't like carrying both helmets out, but I do like the single flap. Like you have to be very secure to be
3: it's able like to do this in spring
2: training. If you have double flaps on, you're getting. The, I think that's more about the, the bullshit si- about the
0: size of the helmet, not. Yeah. A helmet. But is but it a... is it annoying? Say you're like walking up to the plate, and all of a sudden the manager's coming out to make a pitching change. You got to go back into hey. the dugout, get Hold the other part. helmet.
1: It is reset it, mentally because you have to switch. You're like sure. you have to switch the elbow guard side. You have to switch the. You're
0: thumb switching your anyway, so shin guard you if you wear one. Shin guard
1: if you wear one. And then right. like if you have a different bat, you're changing it. So there's a lot that goes into that. That's tough. When when I'm walking to the on deck circle and the I know he's gonna make a pitching change, I'm like ah God, it's gonna be a minute and I have to go down the dugout and do the whole process. And you right? do swing a different bat from the red side. I started this spring, swing a different bat. And that so works pretty well for you. That's true. I'd Very say true.
0: um our next question comes from Brad at Balls KWOK. I think Brad's a big Cubs fan. Uh, Brad, big Cubs fan. Uh, he said, which of you has the best story about being ejected from a game? I personally have never been ejected. Uh, I really actually want to just to see what Jesus. it feels like. It'd be cool. I've never felt that feeling of Every, being yeah, tossed. Everybody wants to I want to know what that's like, but I never have. So, Ian, let's start with you. Uh, I, my first ejection ever was last
1: year. Um, I came up, pinch hit with the bases loaded, scuffling at the time uh, in September, and worked a great at bat. Like, I don't get mad unless I work a great at bat. And I got to 3-2. That's the only time you get mad. Mm-hmm. At the umpire. At the umpire. Never <laughs> seen you mad other than that. And and I got to 3-2, worked my ass off to get there. Uh, guy throws a pitch that was four inches, five you know inches was? off the plate. Who remember the pitcher who was? was? Yeah. I no, don't I don't remember who the pitcher was. Did you check the stat tracker after that to see if it was Immediately, as right? soon as I got tossed. But it was – I consider myself to have a pretty good eye, and it was five or six inches off the outside corner, five or six inches off the outside corner, and I was already walking to first base. Vic Carapaza behind the plate tosses me, and am
0: out throwing down the gun. wow,
1: and and He's I probably I,
2: rated us a four, and I,
1: <laughs> and I lost it, I lost it, and I I don't I didn't really have any. Uh, explicit for him, I don't think, but just like that's terrible. That's awful. Because One- I knew I was coming out of the game. Here's the thing. I knew I was coming out of the game because <laughs> Joe was going to double switch me out. <laughs> so you're like, well, so, my so like, a bang. Yeah, so I was like, at this point, I'm already out of the game. I'm not hurting anybody if I get tossed. So
0: Just being a team guy I like that. Yeah,
2: and, and so I, at this I needed point, to have some words. You're getting, you're ready, getting double switched. You're going to get tossed, and a cool Instagram picture comes from it. A funny a fanta- one. Clever especially
1: because we were wearing those all-white uh, Ghostbuster jerseys. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, yeah, that was that's my only ejection. Shout out Vic
0: Carapazzo. Nico, you got a good one, don't you? I have had two in my life. Um, two? I <clears throat> had one <throat> in college. You sicko. All <laughs> the oh, Chicago guys think he's a great guy. <laughs> Everyone thinks he's quiet and
2: innocent. I don't know. I had one my
3: junior year at college. Um, that one was not as eventful, just a standard ejection, but – uh, my first Ooh, one was tough too because you missed the
2: next game. Yeah, it was a, it was a real. Yeah, that's, yeah, it's not worth it in college. Junior no. year too? draft year. Yep. Comes <laughs> yeah, for- <laughs> yeah, show me. a
0: message to the Cubs. He said, "Listen, I play with some heart. Definitely, no, definitely it. some panic if you get tossed your draft year. Was like, it, everyone's right? gonna hate me." Every yeah. Yeah. And then was like, was like, you picture
3: post. sent me the other day. No, but it was it was funny talking. To some of the Cubs people that were actually at that game, and just like what that's like from their perspective at the time, and They're looking at it now, so mad that you're four
2: hours. Of
0: but time, anyways, the,
3: the morning, to
0: the see, <laughs> see ya.
3: The memorable ejection for me actually happened at uh, nine years old for me um, in my uh, in you're o- a in Oakland, where I'm from. There's two uh, two little leagues, and I, I mainly played in this one, but for the I played in the other one for fall ball one year. And this kid's thrown probably about 36. <laughs> and the Bye ball's you. got a, a nice gravity ball going. it crosses over my head and is caught around belt high. And it's called strike three. And I quickly turn around and I, I cussed out the umpire. <laughs> who nine? Was, who was probably, nine? the umpire himself was probably 12 year old. 12 years old thinking about <laughs> it now. Yeah. So. And not only was I thrown out of the game, I was uh, banned from that league. And I actually (laughs) – I remember going to the next practice and having to apologize um, in front of the team with my dad and then driving back home. And then
0: you're like, hey, you're still kicked (laughs) out of the league. So so that was –
3: that's my first ejection and hopefully my most memorable ever.
0: That's a tough one. That's fantastic. I
1: love it. I have a a question coming in from Todd at Cubs Central 08. Shout out 8. Also shout out huge Cubs fan Todd. 8, weird bragging. Thanks for joining the podcast. Favorite stadium in the minors that you played in and the least favorite stadium in the minors you played in? Dakota, why don't you
0: start us off with that? I think an easy uh, – I guess I shouldn't say easy. There's two of my least favorite. One was in short season. It was Boise. Oh, goodness. The locker room was it, – it's just all around was a tough place to play. The field surface, no fans. Tough travel from Oregon. You know, it was like, a, it was like an eleven-hour bus ride. It was my first road trip in short season.
2: <sighs> all the people who played there with the Cubs said so they loved it too. It was our. Which, it
0: was the old, and Cubs they boys. all were like, "Oh,
2: you guys missed out on Boise. We yeah. Missed
0: out? I don't know what we missed out. <laughs> Ball flies." Yeah. Uh, the other worst place was probably Boise Creek. It's the oh Astros gosh. High which, um, you know, I don't know if you've played there, but mm-hmm. it wasn't bad to pitch at. It was actually a nice field. It was like a turf field. It was uh, Campbell, Campbell University, University's yeah. field. But the locker room was literally, I can't even describe how small it was. It was literally like a janitor's closet. Yeah. Like you're, there's no room in the shower. The worst part was the showers. So the showers, you go in and the, the uh, oh. locker room was at like a community pool. <laughs> so we go in post game to shower and there's little kids that just came from the pool. Like I'm talking like stop eight or nine years it, old stop in the shower. Stop. And we're like, what is happening? We just got done with the game and we're showering next to these little kids. That's professional. And we're baseball. all obviously not clothed. Um, but yeah, those those were
2: definitely my worst. What's also, your best? the mound there is 15 feet tall. Oh, I love the mound with no
0: batter's eye and street lights in the background. Love it. Oh no yeah, stinks for hitters. Loved it. To throw there. It was <laughs> yeah. easy. What's your best? It was a super long field too. Um, best. Uh, my favorite was actually Round Rock which the first time I played there was last year. That's the Astros triple-A. Beautiful ballpark. Um, just a great park. That, to me, was the nicest park I played in. Just great mound, great surface, a lot of fans. Loved it. Nico's played in two, so he's probably got a best and a worst. Nico? Yeah.
2: <laughs> um,
1: my, the worst minor league place
3: I played was also really memorable in kind of a fun way, though. It was in, uh, in Mobile, Oof. and we actually played the last games ever in Mobile, and they – the, I'm pretty sure they knocked the stadium that's down home, right that's after that. That's, that's you know. huh? Yep. So it was uh it was time to go for that one, but kind of fun to finish the year there. Yeah. Um and then finish the year, huh? Yeah. And then the, the best <laughs> one <total> Chicago. <laughs> and then the best one was uh Birmingham and the, the well, White Sox AA. That's a nice part. Just never got to go there. High class. Real nice.
2: Ice. Uh worst for me. Is in double A, um,
0: Jackson. It's literally, really. Oh my god, I thought that it, that place is tough. I honestly thought you were going to say Des Moines, Iowa, because the batter's eye is the Capitol building. <laughs> the the <laughs> batter's eye, the it's batter's such eye, a nice view, oh no, if you're nothing outside I of the batter's way, eye, I thought you were just going to say because no, the, batter's eye.
1: the batter's eye in Des Moines. So, all of our viewers know it, it's a gold dome. That is the Capitol building. And if you're hitting right handed and you're left in a left handed pitcher, the ball is right, coming so out of a gold dome. You can't see
2: anything, nothing. But you're like, give us your best. You wait until it's pitch blackout and you're like, oh, all right. Now we're yeah, good. Now, now we're right. good. Uh, What's your favorite? The best, I'm going to have to second Nico and say Birmingham. That place also has the best sound system
0: in the world. Mm. You're just out it's there a jamming big at short the, the places that like to ups. play the music loud? Oh, yeah. Love that.
2: Well, yeah, and remember in, we were playing at Jacksonville. I don't know, were you, you were there, yep. right? Mm-hmm. At, or was that two years ago? In 18? It was the Post Malone um, concert. Yeah, Post Malone was, was playing at the Jaguars Field. And you could hear every single song he was playing. And then down the left field line was Thirsty Thursday for college students. <laughs> you could hear all of their music playing. And then the baseball game was the last thing going on for everybody there. <laughs> I don't know about that one. My uh, my least favorite uh, is Fresno. Uh, I didn't think Fresno was that
1: bad. I think it's not great. Should, I think they should blow up the stadium. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, aggressive, but okay. I like it. They, they should put some dynamite in there, take it to the ground. Uh, there was no you, hot water did in you the show this year? Yeah, it's true. you remember? There yeah, was I no, remember that. that was we tough. played there this year.
3: I was tight. Oh, yeah. yeah Zach yeah. was Zach on the disabled hands. list. We were uh, hanging out with broken hands in Arizona.
1: So <laughs> <But> yes, <laughs> I, I will
0: really, agree that Fresno's not the best.
1: The, yeah, there was no hot water in the showers. Spread was terrible. It's a bugs billion in, degrees. bugs in the spread. It was hundred and fifty. That place was awful. Um but my favorite minor league ballpark was actually South Bend.
2: I was gonna say that. I love I, too. I yes.
1: South Bend. Everything I the first year that I was there was the year that they renovated everything and the like Right field complex, the locker room. Um, it was awesome, and that was kind of like my first um, real
0: pro ball experience. Real,
1: pro- yeah, I played in Eugene for a month, but then it's a college field. Yeah, but then coming to like my first pro ball experience, that was really, really south cool. Bend. Shout out Triple P.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, this question comes to you from Cubs fan five five seven seven two seven. Sorry, sick. at Cubs fan five five seven seven. He said, what is one food you guys fight over at the compound? That's, Zach, I'll let you take – I'm going to let Zach yeah, take Yeah, it's easy, one. Zach. Go ahead.
2: Cape Cod, salt and vinegar chips. No free Next ads. Next question. No free <laughs>
0: ads. I'd like to take myself out of that race. I do not like sea salt and vinegar chips. He People. says he doesn't like them, but he
2: caught – I was him forced to eating. eat them.
0: There was no other no, chips. I, I was starving. I don't <laughs> want to hear it. I <laughs> choked them down. I hated every bite. <laughs> if – a bag comes back; is gone in less than twenty-four. We hours. We literally—it doesn't matter how many chips we can buy. It doesn't really matter what kind of chips. They'll be gone in twelve hours tops.
2: Next one comes from Ad Shock. This is actually on Instagram. Ooh. Um. Well. So. Let's in and the slide DMs. in the DM. He actually sent this last week, and he uh, said, "I figured I DM'd the MVP of the day." Right. Ab- 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 to- Ab- Ab- B- B- it must have been last week. It's been a minute since yep. your MVP. He said, "Could you and the guys talk about who was the most intimidating player slash and/or coach your first big league camp? Also, which veteran reached out the most to you or supported you at the most time during your first spring training?" Nico, um,
3: intimidating. I'd say Mike Napoli's an intimidating man.
1: That's fair, but really,
3: he's, though,
0: he's yoked and he has a big beard. He's oh, intimidating, his... like looking at him. Oh, yeah. Once you talk to him, That's I all feel I like had. it's different. But yes, once you looking at him, you yeah, I'd be terrified. But of that man, Mike Napoli is a, is a great
3: man. And a guest on a guest on the show mm-hmm. coming soon. Like um, subscribe. <laughs>
1: what what veteran helped you the most?
3: Uh, Daniel Descalzo has been awesome to me. He's a guy from from my area and just someone who's who's been in a lot of amazing baseball moments and plays a similar position so just a great guy to
0: have around. Dakota? Um I'd say probably the most intimidating person and I think a lot of people would agree with me on, with me on this one. And this is uh after like talking to him a little bit more, he's a he's a very nice guy, but very scary until you get start talking to him is John Lester. John Lester is terrifying in that locker room. I think it has to do with, one, his resume, just the way he kind of goes about his business. He's physically imposing. Physically imposing. Well, I'm a large guy too, but yes, he scares me. (laughs) Quoted,
2: he will stare down John Lester is what I just heard. Nope.
0: (laughs) Not – in no way did I say that.
2: What about uh, most impactful?
0: Um, I'd say, honestly, it was probably Kyle Hendricks. He was really like – the most sincere, I guess, and kind of asking every day, like, hey, what's up, man? Like, how you doing today? Like, stuff like that. Just just the way people think he is is exactly how he is. He's the nicest guy in the world.
1: I would say mine uh, from my first camp, most intimidating, John, Lester, 100%. I'm glad you agree on that. I was – my first camp, I, I was in a locker where it was Lester, Lackey, Oof. and then I was next to Lackey. Oh. But I – and Lackey. I actually was living in Austin at the time. I knew he was living in Austin. So I kind of struck up some conversation like, oh man, you're from. You Open live, the door a yeah, little like, bit. Yeah, like you live in Austin. I live in Austin. Nicest dude in the world. Like from that point, he was like, oh, every day he'd be like, hey, Ian, how you doing? But walking in, but, you're but, like, but dead. But Lester, next to him, <laughs> did not say a word
0: to me. You, not were, ta-
1: a- you were telling me? Oh, yeah.
0: On the side, he's probably what him, like, is he said, why are you what talking yeah, to this guy? I've never heard of this guy.
1: <laughs> he was, I mean, now he's like, oh, didn't even realize. Didn't even realize. That. I didn't say anything. I'm like, well, John, I didn't. I don't think I spoke to you until uh, I don't know, maybe right when I got called up. But um, until I hit 24 bombs as a rookie. <laughs> like, but, wow, who is this guy who's who was up most, here every who day? Who's your most impactful? But I will say about Lester is mm-hmm. you don't think that he knows who you are or like or anything like that, and then you get your first hit, and he leaves a bottle of Ace of Spades. Uh, with like a congratulatory message in your locker. And you're like, that's the coolest thing for a Nico got it this year, but that's like, that's the coolest dude that is headed to the hall of fame, super veteran, three world series rings. And he's willing to do that. Like,
0: that's kind of what I meant too. why I said, why are you so intimidating? I think the resume also behind it, like the rings, the hall of fame career, like scary guy,
1: but uh, most impactful. My first spring was Benny's over. Benny pro. Um, He, from the moment that I got to go to Brickley and kind of see, meet the team, he like took ground balls and me, took me under his wing. Um, and then that first camp, I kind of felt like I could talk to him about anything, especially playing
2: a bunch of positions, being a switch hitter. So that ben, was cool this Benny year Proof. when I was down double A at the time and he was yeah. coming back from his, his break. He actually talked to Nico for like an hour during, was it rain delay or something like yeah. a rain, like. Just literally an hour, just those two sitting down at the locker, just yeah, talking. I could easily
3: said, said that one, too.
2: Zach, what about you? Um, most intimidating, probably John Lester. <laughs> Three out of four. Uh, which, and it was just weird because pitchers and position players spend zero time near each other during spring training. Just in the locker room, if I see him within – Probably hundred feet I would walk the complete opposite direction. <laughs> just kidding. Um kind of, kind of.
1: <laughs> you, and
2: then, you know what's
1: it's because like when you see a guy on TV, you have this
0: like perception, pers-
1: perception in your head. Like I was that way with Lackey. Mm-hmm. It was like you'd seen him on TV for so long. With right. the ejections. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, like the ejections, <laughs> just way. like staring down umps, like screaming at umpire. Like you kind of think that like this guy is one way, and until you talk to him, like you have no idea. Right. I,
0: yeah. I think it helped too with us after talking to Hap and seeing like he was close with Lester kind of like being like, Hey, is he like as serious as we think he is? And he said, not quite. I still haven't said a word to him. Uh, <laughs> maybe in a future interview, we'll yeah, find out.
2: Yeah, that's true. Um, and then, you know, most impactful is probably the too. too. Um, he probably thought I was annoying the last two years with all the questions, and the, you know, all the picking of the brain that I tried with him and he was, you know, Nothing but great answering those questions. Um, just giving his own insight, being a younger, younger guy trying to come up.
0: Um, I have the next question here. It's from Mackenzie Anderson at Mac underscore Anderson two.
1: Thanks for joining the podcast, Mackenzie.
0: What do you do, Mac? <laughs> if you could change one thing or rule of baseball, what would you change?
1: Uh, my rule change would be axe extra innings, like twelve max. I don't want to play fifteen. I don't want to play eighteen. Nobody wants to sit through it. Nobody's watching by the end. And, well, I mean, what, why are we? I doing disagree. That? True, I truly totally, disagree. True
0: fans of the game. I want you to know, as Ian was saying that, all three of me, Zach, and Nico shook our heads in disgust I, because right. I'll play twenty. I'll play thirty innings if you. Need, if that's how long it takes to win the game, I don't care. <laughs> I was going It's like, what if? You why have, not?
2: What if you're in the fifteenth inning and you have five hits, but honestly, every time you're in extra innings. What you, one for I mean I can tell easy, you, I it's usually 2-2. Two, two. I couldn't tell you no what I'm saying I couldn't tell you one time in the 15th inning I'm like oh I don't care I have four hits it's literally you're like I'm over eight and I'm
1: if you're the guy that comes in in the eighth for a pinch hit and ends up staying until the 17th you're like one for 12 you're like how did I end up in this game like, <laughs> I didn't oh even my swear. god and especially at Wrigley like if you're playing a Thursday night to a Friday day yeah. and you're in the 77th inning and you're like we have a day game tomorrow and you this pr- is and you terrible. probably played
3: second third first center yeah. and left
1: and, it, by that and if, point. if it's a getaway day and you're like we still have to get on a plane like all that stuff it's
0: terrible but my question is what's your solution in ties home run derby I mean
1: I think oh. I think what we did in the minor leagues with the guy in the second was fine Yeah
0: okay I I'm think, I'm okay like, with that but I thought you were saying like tie game I'm like no
1: what? I'm just I, just
0: I
2: don't know I'm
1: like, just saying find a way to get the games over because nobody cares, but
0: like, and I, I
1: disagree.
3: Know, I think I, some of the best moments in baseball happen like, past yeah, the ninth
2: inning. Obviously, the guys I get agree. sent down. That sucks. If you know, if you wear five innings as a pitcher or whatever, but like, there's so many times where that's somebody's first walk off or first hit. You know, like I think I, about I all the you. cool celebrations you have in the seventy seventh inning. I hear you, but I'm
1: saying it's not oh. worth having someone who should be mm-hmm. on your baseball team because they deserve to be there. Getting sent, sent down. down, right? Or, or having having an like having to use up an option of that guy just because of he's not going to. I personally for five as days. a relief pitcher will take that chance. Uh, I I got one more, I think, and I, this is going to be a fantastic debate. Would you? Oh, this is from sorry, Ted Wick uh-huh. uh, at the underscore Wicker. Could one. be
0: Rowan Wick's relative of Could some be. sort.
1: Could be. Uh, it is spelled like Rowan, not like Big Bradwick. Okay, so so Bradwick. cousin. Um. Would you rather have to drink everything, all liquid you consume, out of a shot glass or a five-gallon bucket? Everything. Like, is it all mixed together? No. <laughs> just all <laughs> liquid you consume. You can have as many <laughs> different shot glasses or five-gallon buckets as you would like. What? Just a
3: jungle juice. I
0: don't know. Maybe we're making the <laughs> jungle juice, of cold brew, maybe a little water, a little whiskey. I don't know. I don't, um,
3: I'd go the five-gallon. I, I think it would be like a like a personal challenge type of thing throughout the day. And it would be like just the f- complete hydration method every single day with a five gallon bucket.
0: So I'm still a little confused. Are we saying like, if it's five gallons, like say I want to drink water, I have to drink five gallons. Like I'm not no, no, putting no. it in no. a five gallon bucket. You have to put it in a
1: five gallon bucket and drink from the bucket. Oh, and I'm definitely taking you the have bucket. to pour yeah. a water bottle. Why would I take
0: the shot glass? glass? Did to keep There's shot glass and take, yeah. take me? an hour f- to I'm, drink a imagine, bottle of water. Imagine
1: it's a bucket of baseballs. Like that's how big the bucket is, yeah, and imagine, you have to carry that around with you. Yeah. Like if you want to take a water bottle out to play tennis, what am I taking can't. a
0: shot glass instead? That's on hydrating <laughs> Think baby. about how nice you're joking.
1: Be to
2: take that five gallon bucket and pour it on my head. After you lose in tennis. Think if you want to have a- or win or win. <laughs> <laughs> think if think if you want
1: to have a nice adult beverage at night. Then you have to then carry... You're feeling it. real you good with to... the
2: five-gallon bucket. What <laughs> what you know five I, I gallon mean, gallon I could just
0: take shots, but like... But no, you can't take shots because you don't I'm, have the oh, shot glass. I, I could take the shot glass instead, I'm saying. I'm, but if I do a five-gallon bucket, I can do a mixed drink, perhaps. <laughs> You can make I'm, you can make a bunch of really. Small I'm just trying. saying the bucket seems a lot more logical to me. The shot glass would. I, I agree with you. I was just trying to play devil's advocate. I would
1: 100 percent take the five <laughs> okay. gallon bucket. Just we're making sure you're we're leaving insane. this
3: bucket with, or leaving this podcast with a
0: five gallon bucket and a meeksy sized duck. <laughs> we will test the theory of the bucket tomorrow. Well, yeah. You're carrying around a five gallon bucket, all day. and I'd be perfectly fine. With Your golf club. I'll be hydrated. <laughs> what am I going to take? A shot glass? and said that's all I have for nine holes. is A
1: shot glass of water. I, let's let the people know about our screen time for so the day. I'm not proud of mine, um, but we appreciate all the viewers that have been sending them in.
2: It's fantastic. This is a late podcast. See. This is ten o'clock. Too, it, so. This is
1: a late podcast. Um, I'll start. My screen time is five hours and five minutes. It's got to be
2: compound high, no? Nah.
0: On record. Uh, on record. On record. On record on that's yeah. probably yeah.
1: High. Since we since I, we started, I was, yeah. I was on my phone way too much today.
2: Yeah, it's probably why your attitude was poor. That's okay.
0: very true. That could be
1: the cause. You guys are all going to this out of treatment after this. Zach? Oh, I'm so scared.
0: 347. <laughs> I need proof. 412. <laughs> Mine should have an asterisk. I had what? my phone up. The whole time we're recording, my phone was unlocked. Sorry. Uh, no, while no, I had no, the no. questions Sorry, ready. Man. And all of a sudden, it's at 427. That's got to be a personal high. That's a personal
1: high by a lot. That's the first time... Since we've all been at the Compound, Zach's had the low. Yep.
0: Uh, guaranteed. I, Maybe first time he's even been top two. I'll <laughs> let true. it go, but in the past hour, I've gotten an hour and 30 of my time. Sorry, okay. man. Yeah. Sorry in I'm the past hour, the prime, you've had an hour past.
3: and
1: 30 of screen time?
0: Sorry. Past two hours. That's tough. Past Sorry, two man. hours. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, man. Didn't graduate.
1: That's going to be it for uh, episode five of the Compound Podcast. Thanks for listening. Uh, Subscribe, unsubscribe, Dakota.
0: Um, We're gonna need you. Shouts out, Crunkle. Bunk. If if <laughs> your right thumb breaks from unsubscribing and resubscribing so many times, I want you to switch to your left thumb. And if that breaks, you Dakota's ask got fam- your medical bills. No, you ask a family <laughs> member to help you. Use your toes. Use your nose. I don't care. Whatever it takes. As rate many it, times you can. Rate it five stars. Five Whoever rated as four stars, you're done. Follow, uh, download. Whatever. Unsubscribe, resubscribe. subscribe Thank you for listening. Wash your hands.
1: That's episode five of the compound podcast. Coming to you live from oh, the, Com- the Com-